Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Welcome back, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How about yourself? Doing good. So before we get going on this, how are things back in Ohio and, and how are your pastures looking? Well, they're starting to green up. We've had that kind of up and down spring weather, um, but we're getting closer to the time where these uh, grazing muzzles, which is the topic of today, are going to come into effect. That's why I asked. That's why I asked. I always know, you know, the spring's transition starts to get beautiful again and green and that grass looks so yummy for our horses, but we have to be so careful, right? Like it's, it's a time of year where we really got to keep a, a, a sharp eye on, on our animals. Absolutely. That transition, particularly if you live in an area with that up and down weather, um, because, you know, we, we have other podcasts on this, but just a brief reminder that when we get those sunny days and cool nights, the grass isn't going to use the sugar that it accumulates during the day. Um, and very quickly, you can end up with grass that's very high sugar when it's cool at night, which for some horses can cause some pretty big issues. So grazing muzzles can be a great strategy to help during those periods. Um, and of course, monitoring the weather and maybe not turning horses out on that grass, keeping them in the dry lot when we've had those sunny days, cool nights. I know, I know. It's always, you know, a lot of management going on right now. Well, just to start off, because we're going to talk about grazing muzzles. How do the grazing muzzles work? You know, for those that have never really had to use them, how, how does it work specifically in horses? So these are going to be a muzzle that's attached to a halter. And what they are intended to do is restrict grazing, but not eliminate it. And there are different styles, but ultimately what they do is they make it to where a much smaller amount of grass is available for each bite the horse takes. So some of them are kind of like a basket style with a single hole um, that a little bit of grass can come through that are some that are a little less restrictive and have multiple holes. But as a whole, the whole goal is to let the horse still go out on pasture and be able to consume some grass, but to reduce the amount of grass that they're able to eat in each single bite. So basically, it's just to restrict grazing, the amount of nutrients. I think you led up to that very, very beautifully. So what type of horses, because not every horse needs a grazing muzzle, right? But what type of horses would you recommend for a grazing muzzle? Or maybe maybe I misspoke. Maybe every horse should maybe use a grazing muzzle during the spring transition. What do Ooh. you recommend? <laughs> no, I would say that you know, most horses are managed quite effectively without a grazing muzzle. And instead, what we do is we limit the amount of time they have exposure to spring grass and then just slowly transition with increased amounts of time. You could, I guess, do that with a grazing muzzle, um, but it certainly takes more management. The more typical horse who ends up in a grazing muzzle is often our easy keepers. So the ones that get fat on air, um, you know, mm -hmm. the ones that are overweight or tend to get overweight because relative to hay, horses can consume a lot of calories of grass. And, you know, these horses tend to be very food motivated. So they really focus on eating a lot of grass in a relatively short amount of time. 
Other horses who may not be easy keepers, but they often are, are horses who are worried about their sugar and starch intake. And it's primarily sugars that are coming from our grasses. But those horses who have a history of insulin resistance, laminitis, Cushing's, ones that we know we need to minimize their sugar intake. And because pasture can be high sugar, a grazing muzzle can be a great option to still allow the horse to have all the positive attributes of going out on pasture without as much sugar intake. You know, there are things in mental health of the horse, the group socialization that happens out on pasture, even the exercise. So horses are walking around a lot more on pasture than they do in a dry lot, for example. Those are all really positive things, but for horses who either don't need all those calories or were really worried about their sugar intake, a grazing muzzle is a great option to help manage them. Now, is there any data out there? Have we done studies to show that that grazing muzzles are beneficial or is it there's still some controversy with their use? No, there's definitely data that supports their use. Now, the amount of reduction varies tremendously between studies. So, you know, the published literature is a reduction in grass intake of anywhere from 30 to 83 percent so that's that's a pretty broad range range, yeah um (laughs) in in all studies it did reduce intake um it does highlight there are some differences in the types of muzzles you know there's also differences in the individual animals desire to still eat as much Mm -hmm. as possible Mm -hmm. um if if you Mm -hmm. actually look at you know horse behavior there are some muzzle or not that just graze a lot more than others so that probably attributes a little bit to that variation as well but ultimately you know whether or not there's enough of a reduction for your individual horse that depends but certainly we do know that muzzles in general are going to reduce that grass intake it's just causing me to, to laugh because I could just see, oh yeah, mom or dad, you, you watch this, and they just get their nose right in the grass and just be like, oh, I'm going to get as much as I can. <laughs> and then others are like, oh, are you kidding me? Okay, fine, I'll just. And they're lazy with it, but I could just see that one horse just grazing like crazy. Yeah, another interesting thing, you know, often we're putting these on fat horses. One study showed that mm-hmm. horses who were wearing a muzzle walked more to the control horses who didn't wear a muzzle. So, you know, there could be some added benefits, but, you know, exercise can change as well. So that can be helpful in reducing weight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So that's the whys of it. So how do we use it? How do you use a grazing muzzle? Well, I have some personal experience in this, Chris. We rarely have a podcast that I haven't had a horse in some time in my life um, (laughs) (laughs) that has had the thing. So in terms of using a grazing muzzle, I would say practicalities, I personally would only use one that has a breakaway feature because the horses can get them caught on stuff. And then after that, you know, there are different styles and part of your choice in what style is how dramatically we need to reduce their intake. And honestly, kind of going back to, as you said, some horses like get depressed and give up. Not very many of them because most of these horses are food motivated. But choosing one that's a little less restrictive um, compared to the basket style that only has one hole. Those are some things you'd think about in choosing the correct muzzle for your particular situation. Um, In terms of introducing it, you know, If your horse is spooky about its head and stuff, certainly some positive reinforcement and taking your time. 
I'd say most of these horses, you stick it right on and now they wear a muzzle. I um, make a point of giving a treat in the muzzle when I put it on, just that way they don't run from me every day when they see the muzzle because mm. they they definitely learn. They yeah, I mean, yeah. they they do learn. In terms of the practicalities of using it, a big thing is you have to be able to manage the length of grass in your pasture. And this probably attributes a bit to that variation we talked about and how much restriction. If the grass is really, really short, it's not going to protrude far enough into the muzzle for them to take much of a bite. On the flip side, and this is where horses really, really get frustrated, if your grass is too long, it will actually lay over. What you need is that grass to kind of stick straight up, go in the holes of the muzzle so the horse can take a bite, and it would just be a smaller bite than if they weren't wearing a muzzle. So, you know, in terms of whether or not it's appropriate to use a muzzle, it, you know, you do have to be able to manage the length of your pasture in order to make that muzzle use effective. Um, because if it's too long, all of a sudden your forage intake could be decreased too much and you could cause issues mm -hmm. that way. After that, of course, the length of time they wear it and just making sure it fits well and monitoring for rubs. I, I would say practically it's one of the biggest challenges is making sure that it's not rubbing anywhere on their lips, on their face, in different places. People use all sorts of creative things to prevent that. Fleece, duct tape, um, using different styles of muzzle, you know, the fitting, all of those components go into it. Um, but I would say that would be a main feature of making sure there's, you know, the horse component of keeping it comfortable. And then another big one is simply going to be making sure your horse can still access its water source. So depending on the style of water that you have, Sometimes you will find that those muzzles are too big for some of the drinking posts, or maybe they can't use the paddle type water. So you might have to provide an alternate water source. So I'd, I'd recommend going and taking that muzzle itself out to your water and making sure it actually fits. Um, Cause we certainly don't mm -hmm. want to cause mm -hmm. dehydration. No, that's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. Now uh, the purpose obviously is to limit grazing. So my concern in asking you, the nutritionist, how do we ensure these horses are getting enough daily nutrients? Because sure, we want to reduce caloric intake or for other reasons, you know, uh, limit pasture. But how do I how do I make sure my horse is getting enough uh, of all the other nutrients that they need? Ah, So two components here. Are we still meeting their fiber needs? Um, because remember, we have to have enough fiber to keep the digestive tract healthy. I would say it's rare to have a horse on 24-7 turnout also wearing a muzzle because frankly, it's hard to manage them in terms of rubs and things like that without having some time off with the muzzle. So they'd still have hay in their diet for the period that they aren't turned out on pasture. It unfortunately doesn't work to, you know, put the muzzle on for half the day because horses are smart. They learn those patterns and they'll just eat double in the time that they're not wearing their muzzle to make up for it. So there's that component. The other component just comes back to, are we meeting their non-energy nutrient needs? Amino acids, vitamins, and minerals. And thankfully, this is just like any other horse. So typically, we're putting muzzles on horses who are easy keepers. So we would feed a ration balancer to fill in those gaps. 
no different than if we only fed them hay um, and didn't give them access to pasture. Occasionally, you'll have a horse who still requires some additional calories. I'd say that's pretty rare. That would be your horse who's very Mm. sugar sensitive, um, but isn't an easy keeper. And in that case, you'd look at a complete product that's still low NSC. So complete in the sense that it requires a greater feeding quantity. Um, So calm and easy, for example, it'd be four pound minimum requirement per day for the average horse. That'd be nutrients plus calories in a low NSC package. But otherwise, I mean, it's relatively simple and just that we're filling in those gaps outside their forage. So any final tips on using grazing muzzles for our horses? You know, I'd say my final tip, stay strong. Um, They will definitely give you that look (laughs) like, oh my God, don't put this on me. Um, And you just have to remember... As long as you've checked the boxes that they can still get forage from it, it's not rubbing, it's comfortable, it is safe. Um, after that, you're, you're doing this for your horse's health. Uh, and even though they're going to give you that terrible look, it, there's still a lot of positive benefits of going out on pasture that we oftentimes wouldn't be able to do without incorporating that grazing muzzle. So even when they give you that look, give them their treat, put it on, let them go enjoy their time out on pasture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of rubs and uh, lots of love and be like, I know, I know, buddy, but, you know, (laughs) this is for your health and and well-being. All right, I think we'll leave it there. It's uh, it's just one of those things. It's a a good management tool that we have. And thanks for explaining that, Nicole. Thank you for listening. Again, keep those comments coming. If there's any other things like grazing muzzles or anything else in your management plan that you want to hear us discuss on the podcast, please reach out to us on Facebook is a great way, or you can always the contact us a link in the show notes. And again, if you have any questions about your own personalized feeding plan, please reach out to us, but thank you, Nicole, so much and go enjoy some of that uh, spring weather. Thanks, Chris.